0: All right. Well, let's uh, let's dive into it, huh? I got a lot of updates for you guys. Like I said today is Mission Sunday, so normally what we would do is we'd have like an update from our missions team. Um and I was thinking, you know, could we get the missions team to come to the house and I was like, no. That would just that would defeat the whole purpose of the whole shelter in place thing. So instead it's going to be me and I got some cool uh, things to update you guys on. Um, and I also have a little devotional I want to share with you. Um, But I'm going to go ahead and start sharing. Uh, Let's just open up a time of prayer. And what we're going to do is I'm going to give you an update on a a missions project or a missions group that we're involved in. And then um, uh, we'll pray about that group. uh, And then we'll move on to the next one. So we'll have prayer going on the whole time uh, for missions. But let's just pray uh, together. Lord, we just ask that you would be with us this morning. Please be with the missionaries, God, in foreign fields. Uh, It's difficult uh, with this pandemic going on for us here, and we're home. Can't imagine what it would be like to be living in a foreign country, working in a foreign country, um, and also be experiencing this. So would you just extend your grace to all of them. In the name of Jesus, amen. All right, so uh, we have quite a few things I want to sort of update you on, um, things that I've kind of gotten the last week. The first one, uh, some of these things, by the way, I'm going to be very vague with because um, of security purposes, security reasons, that kind of thing. So um, uh, the first group I'm gonna update you on are, we have friends in Asia and you might uh, remember them. You might remember uh, they came to us a little while ago. Uh, so if you remember them, that's good. If you don't know who we're talking about, that's all right. You don't have to know, uh, talk to me later. So don't, don't talk about it on, online. I'm just talking about it. So we have some friends in, in Asia. Uh, they're stuck, um, elsewhere as to not where they usually are, but they're elsewhere. They're on a large Asian island, um, and it's they're doing well. Uh, they're actually grateful that they're there because one of their mothers uh, became ill, and so they've been able to sort of minister to her and be with her. And I just got um, an update from them. Uh, this is. On Friday, so I'll, I'll go ahead and read this to you. Uh, this is from them. They say our mom has been doing well this past week. She's more alert, although she's still eating less, but she's drinking more. We were thinking of returning to where they to where they are usually are next week to go back to work and to attend to a lot of stuff that we left behind. But last night's news that starting on March 28th, China is closing its borders to foreigners temporarily is a clear answer from the Lord. So um, basically, Asia is experiencing a second wave of the virus uh, as it's sort of being kicked out of the countries that it originated in. And now as people come back home, they're bringing the virus back with them and reinfecting people uh, who were healthy the first time around. So. It's good that they are where they are. It's good that they're safe. It's good that they're healthy. But we're just going to pray really quickly for our friends in Asia. Um, So would you just lift them up? Lord, we just lift up our friends to you. And, Lord, you know who they are. You know what their work is and what they're doing. And we just pray for a blessing on them. Lord, we pray for healing for their mother. God, that she would be fully recovered, Lord, that she would have... Uh, no more medical uh, issues going on. I know that she's had something going on with her leg as well. So we just pray for healing for her leg in the name of Jesus, that you would raise her up and that she would be healthy and strong again. And we pray also that this delay in our friend's work would not in any way diminish uh, what they're doing, but that um, there wouldn't be any retraction because of their absence, but that they would be able to step right back into the work, the good work that they're doing that you would bless them, Lord, that you would open up more doors for them. Thank you for the favor that they've enjoyed so far. We just pray for continued favor in their lives and in the work that they do. So we just give you praise and honor for them, and, and we just lift them up. Amen. Amen. All right. So let's go to our next one. Our next uh, update is for Uganda. If you don't know, we support um, with, with uh, some monthly givings and with continual fundraising and also they're living on our property right now Uh, we support a family uh edward and caitlin olara uh, and their children um edward is from uganda uh he and caitlin met in uganda she's from tillamook up here in oregon but they met in uganda they got married they came back to the states they've been here for a while she's been teaching down in um newport Uh and they are gonna go back. They're gonna they're just getting ready to go back to Uganda. And we were gonna have uh and kind of establish not just a mission, uh hub there, but like uh a community um strengthening community organizing um in his village, in Edwards village in Uganda, outside of Lira, Uganda. So we've been really excited about our partnership with them. We were gonna have put on a benefit concert um on the twenty first of March, and you know. Didn't happen. So what we're just, that's on hold. So we have musicians lined up. We have, uh, you know, fundraising lined up for that concert. It's on hold. The second the desk, the dust kind of settles that will be back on. And we'll let you know, you know, when the date is for that. Um, But we're still supporting them. They're still planning on going back to Uganda. Edward's planning on going back in June. Um, And then uh, Caitlin, Elizabeth and Elias. Two of their kids are going to fly back in July. Ethan, their oldest, is going to fly back with Edward in June. So we just uh, continue to pray for them, continue to pray for their project, um, continue to pray that the plans that they've established don't get disrupted anymore um, and that we can continue to support them through the years. That's going to be something that, you know, it's just now sort of launching, Um, you know, this year, really in the past year, we've really been invested in that. We were able to build a house for them over there. We put in a septic tank and we were going to build a well. That was what our next fundraising task was for this village. Um, But that got disrupted a bit. But praise God that we've been able to do as much work as we have been able to. And this is going to be a continual thing. This isn't something that uh, even when they go back over there, even when we've built the well, this is a continued relationship. You guys know Edward. He's a great guy and we have a good relationship with him. So this is going to be something that in the years to come, uh, you know, we might send a short term mission team over there. Uh, we'll definitely be going over to visit. I think Debbie is already planning on spending six months out of the year over there. So uh, it's going to be a continued relationship. But let's just pray for the Alaras uh, really quickly. Lord, we just pray for Edward and Caitlin and Ethan and Elizabeth and Elias. And um, we thank you for the vision that they have for Edwards Village in Lira, Uganda. We just pray that you would multiply that ministry. Uh, they're going to be working in education. We pray that you would bring them children. Uh, and that you would open up these kids' minds to um, truth about the world, about you, about uh, how this all works. And we just also pray for the community development aspect, Lord, the leadership development aspect that Edward's really excited about um, in terms of growing leaders and growing uh, community uh, in Uganda. And we just pray that you would bless that work. Continue to inspire us as we uh, are giving to that. and, and encouraging them and we just pray for a blessing on edward and caitlin as they're uh looking forward to this new step this new journey let it be smooth god um and let it be easy for them amen all right so please continue to pray about that uh, the next thing i want to update you on is ambassadors international um gosh it must have been six months ago even more maybe eight, eight months ago craig Demo. Uh, who's the leader of Ambassadors International, which is a missions organization um, that they uh, focus on um, prayer, on healing and then on um, building projects. And right now they're in the midst of a building project in Thailand to rebuild an orphanage that had burned down over there. Um, and they actually decided to go back even with all this craziness that's going on they were gonna they were planning on going back to Thailand to finish the orphanage. Um, And I talked to Craig just last week and he said they're still going. Uh, They're going to go, I think, through a third country uh, because of quarantine issues. Um, uh, And so but they're going to go back over there. They're not sure how much work they're going to be able to do um, because funding has been a bit difficult. We gave some funding to them a few weeks ago just to, you know, give them a little bit. Um, but please be praying for them. They are still planning on rebuilding that orphanage. They He told me on the phone, that's their main priority is really getting this orphanage up and running, uh, which is good. That's how it should be. Um, so pray for their health. Pray that they are able to get their work done. Uh, and so we're just going to pray really quickly together. Lord, we just lift up Craig. We lift up Ambassadors International and their team. God, we ask for favor uh, with the local people there as they go into minister, Lord, that you would give them favor With even building contractors, even building suppliers, that they would have favor that be able to build this orphanage, uh, do it well and do it uh, within the span of time that they think they can. Lord, this would require a miracle just with all the craziness going on. But you are the God of miracles. So we just pray. We speak life into this project. We pray that you would bring it about uh, and build this orphanage in the name of Jesus. Amen. Yes. Uh, John Scarth is our point person for Ambassadors International. He is uh, in communication with Craig a lot. So if you want more information on that project or on what they're doing over there, contact John Scarth. Uh, his number should be in the directory. Uh, yeah. Okay, um, moving on, moving right along. You're hanging in me, in there with me. I appreciate that. You guys are doing great. I'm wearing my Uganda shirt, by the way. This is my Uganda shirt. Edward got for me. It's that's a little bit like tight but i appreciate that he feels like you know i'm thin enough to fit into this small shirt i always get larges my wife is like oh you should get a medium and i got a medium once and it was like ah so um yeah that's an aside it's good to be quarantined but i probably need to exercise more (laughs) it's hard to get outside the house it's a good excuse oh i'm just watching tv all day i'm quarantined all right. Okay. So um, another group that we support, we do a lot of missions work. This is a missions-minded church, which is great. Uh, another group that we support is a ministry called Frontiers Ministry. Um, and they, uh, they focus specifically on missions to Muslim countries. That's like their sole uh, purpose. And we support, through them, we support a family in North Africa. And again, I'm not going to tell you the name or where they're at, but they're in North Africa, they're in a uh, majority Muslim context, and um, they're they're there, they're building up, um, you know, developing some community, just moved to a new city. If you remember, we've given some updates on that. But I, what I want to do is just read you a quick uh, explanation. This is from Frontiers Ministry, from their um, uh, booklet that they have, uh, that they put out, kind of describing... Uh, one of the here. Let's turn this thing up There, <laughs> kind of describing uh, uh, what they do, why they do what they do. So this is what it says. It says 1.7 billion Muslims are in desperate need of Jesus Christ. Many are eager to hear the good news, but how will they? How will they unless faithful disciples go and share it with them? Your prayers will make a difference. And this is what they suggest for prayer. They say I, they have a what's called a 10:02 prayer. Uh, This is an ongoing global effort to ask God to send more workers into the remaining unreached regions of the world. Join believers around the world. Set your alarm to repeat every day at at 10.02, and then pray for one minute for more workers for the harvest. This is what it says here. It says, Jesus Christ offers rest and renewal to all peoples, including Muslims, who make up nearly a quarter of the world's total population. The Muslim world bears some of the greatest burdens and heaviest injustices of our time. War, human trafficking, corruption, failing education systems, crushing poverty. If You think about the wars that we've had just in the last 30 years. So many of them have been uh, in areas uh, that have been, you know, in the Middle East or in, in parts of North Africa. Um, really, we we have to be lifting that up. Uh, and praying for peace and praying for the gospel to go out as well. Um, We have a message of hope, they say. Jesus Christ brings peace and lifts burdens. In these days of turmoil, many Muslims are more receptive to the gospel than ever before. So we support uh, a family, like I said, in North Africa that works with this ministry. And I want to read, this is a letter I got from them. It must have been a couple months ago. Uh, We don't hear from them all the time. uh, But I want to read just an update for where they're at. So this is, what, this is what they say. They say, the day that we opened our language center, so they were going to open an English language center. It's a great way to do ministry uh, in a foreign country. The day that we opened our language center to begin registering people for language studies, we had a couple of people come and sounded excited to study with us and even wanted to get a group together to start from the beginning. And that was a great encouragement to us. We were really excited. However, then we were visited by local authorities who said that we could not do this business activity without an additional permit, which we did not have. In fact, we had to remove our sign that we had just put up. I explained that we didn't think that we had needed one because of our past interactions with officials, but they said that we did. It was a serious matter, and the official had an official tone about it, which could have shaken us up quite a bit, but there was a few things that helped. The first was that the official's Even though they were serious about their work, they were very kind. They said that the town needed what we were doing um, and even patted me on the shoulder shoulder and said in English, I'm so sorry, and that helped to soften the blow. Uh, However, as we're in a small town and having many meetings with local officials to try to sort this out, uh, please pray for us that we will have uh, the additional papers that we need to justify our presence even being here. And it's taken a serious tone in the last few days. We really need the passage to open up. Later, he says, in many ways, we have seen God's hand at work, divinely guided encounters for sure. So we trustingly look up and we're asking that you pray for our encouragement so that the way to open, so that uh, a way would open that is truly God's way for us and for our safe passage. He is faithful to provide us a passage through this time so if you can please remember this family uh if you don't know who they are uh you can you can call me or message me or email me and i'll let you know some more information um but please be praying for them um and we're going to pray for them right now that god would just open up an opportunity Mm -hmm. it's difficult when you're in a foreign context like that you never know with an official change with a new person coming in that could be it you know it could be somebody who in their mind, they have a more hardline stance on, on things. They have a more apprehension about uh, Westerners coming in. They have, uh, you know, their own context that they're dealing with and somebody could come in in a place of authority and just overnight, you know, undo all the work that you're doing and move you out um, of the area. So uh, it is very, you know, uncertain. It's a day to day. It's a month to month thing. So let's just pray really quickly for them and for their encouragement. Also, not just that they would have a safe passage, but also that uh, they would be encouraged in their own spirit um, for the work that they're doing. So, Lord, we lift up this family in North Africa to you. And God, I just ask that your favor be with be with them, be with their lives. Lord, we pray for protection for them, and especially I just pray for their spirits, Lord. And how discouraging it might be to have to deal with. Uh, so many different hoops to jump through, and and apprehension about what you can say and what you can't. Uh, you want to say enough to be godly, but you don't want to say so much that you get removed from the place, and then your witness is gone. So we just ask that you would give them wisdom. Lord, we ask for continued blessing on their lives, for their children. We pray that they would be well connected with the community there. Uh, we pray for friends, for their family, and I just thank you for um, even a kind word from an official. Lord, that kind of favor it really makes a huge difference. So we just thank you for that. We just even pray for more favor with officials there, uh, that they would help them to get established uh, and that they would be able to do your work um, in that area. So we just pray for a special blessing on their lives. In your name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Okay, let's go on now. So now that's a few of the specific missionaries that we support or missions organizations now these there's two broader missions organizations that we that we support on a continual basis. The first one is through Foursquare and I'll give you an update on them first. So we support Foursquare missions International and Foursquare missions press. Um, so Foursquare missions International is the for is the missions wing of our denomination. And we send them uh, a tithe uh, every month. We give them 3% of everything that we bring in. So we give 10% to um, the denomination as a tithe. And then we give it 3% to Foursquare Missions International. Just because we want to continually just support them. And they're able to support a lot of the missionaries. They have connections with hundreds of missionaries through our denomination uh, all over the world. So I put an update on our Facebook page. Uh, lap, they had a video that they produced for last year as sort of like their 2019 missions update. I put that on our Facebook page. I also put on our page the Foursquare Missions Press um, update from 2019. Foursquare Missions Press is an organization that provides uh, tracks. Uh, they provide uh, Bibles. They provide uh, really cool solar-powered audio bibles in languages that are not written they have solar powered audio so a missionary can go into a village with a solar powered bible on their back and you can hear the bible in the language of that village even though it's not written down so really really cool stuff that they're doing um and they produce books and all that stuff so we send them uh some money every month that's our rice principle if you ever see any of our kids walking around with those blue cans and they're talking about rice principle that's what our rice principle goes to support um, their update is also on our Facebook page. So you can check that out. Uh, I want to let you know that we have, they do produce Foursquare missions international produces a monthly, um, uh, prayer guide. And I printed out a bunch of the ones for April. This is what they look like. If you'd like me to send one to, you can find this at foursquaremissions.org. That's in the description for this YouTube video. It's in the description down below, foursquaremissions.org. You can mm-hmm. find one. I can send you one in the mail if you let me know that you want one. So you can either uh, leave a comment, leave a message. You can text me or message me or call me or email me. Tell me somehow that you want a copy of this and I'll send it in the mail to you. Um, And it's just every day a different um, focus to prey on for the missions department of our denomination. So that's really cool. And what I'm going to do right now, I'll put my phone over here. What I did was I I looked up the prayer for um, today, which is March 29th. And I'm going to go ahead and just pray um, for March 29th's prayer. So March 29th, it says they want us to pray for Europe, which is very good because Europe could use a lot of prayer right now. And this is what it says. It says, ask the Holy Spirit to anoint Christians in European countries to boldly share Christ among neighbors and co-workers in this post-Christian region. So would you just pray with me? And then they have a list of some missionaries here. Um, And I'm just going to, I'm going to pray for them. And I'm going to pray for these missionaries as well. So let's pray together. Lord, we lift up to you uh, the missionaries around the world through our denomination that are doing such good work. And we pray especially for those in Europe. God, we lift up Europe to you a country that, or a, a continent that needs you so badly right now. Uh, Lord, we pray for relief in Italy and Germany and the UK. Um, God, that you would bring relief to the sickness in those areas and that you would also provide opportunities for missionaries during this time to share your gospel, uh, even as people are desperate uh, for hope and for peace. Uh, especially, God, we pray for Brett and Tammy Toft Lord, our European area missionaries, uh, we ask that you bless them, give them wisdom. Lord, we pray for Denise Johnson and Travis and Alexis Milonen, who are in Poland. God, protect them, be with them. For Brandon and Marcy Brazy in Germany, God, would you give them uh, influence, God, and the words that they need to say to speak to Germany. James and Nikki Scott in Bulgaria, God, would you be with them and provide for them, Lord? Mark and Kathy Shaw and Matt and Abby Edwards in Austria, Lord, would you please be with them? Uh, Encourage them, encourage their hearts and their families, provide for them, provide for their needs. For Francois and Natalie Gendron in France, God, we ask that you be with them. Uh, Continue to put your blessing on their lives, Lord. And for Steve and Kim Cecil in Russia, we just ask for continued blessing and continued provision in their life as well as they minister to russia so god we lift up these countries to you we know that um your eyes are over the entire face of the earth uh and you look and see the work that's going on and we just know that you are still at work in europe you've not abandoned europe lord so i pray that you'd be with them uh and encourage them during this time open up new opportunities for them lord amen amen well the um the last missions organization that we uh, support, um, and I want to give you an update for, is Open Doors. Uh, if you don't know about Open Doors, um, this <coughs> this is Don- Donna Ger, uh, is our Donna Holger is our uh, point person for this. So if you want more information, contact Donna. Her number's in the directory as well. Um, but we have a display if you right as you come in the church, right to the right. Uh, There's a display with material, with literature on there uh, for open doors. And what the organization is, is it basically supports, raises awareness, raises funds for persecuted Christians around the world. Uh, We're very, very privileged, very blessed to live in a country where we can practice our faith and not be concerned about um, uh, repercussions from the government or from our neighbors uh, to a large extent. But uh, as you noticed, as I was describing our friends in Asia or our friends in North Africa, there are parts of the world where it's it's downright dangerous to be Christians and especially to be Christians and be vocal about your faith. So Open Doors is an organization that um, supports those uh, Christians in those places. Um, And they also uh, have a prayer guide. Um, So they have an April a uh, prayer guide. This is what it looks like. And they also, it, the same thing as FMI, they have, you know, every day, something for you to be praying on. Also, please, if you would like a copy of this, please, uh, you know, send me a message. They also have a newsletter that they send out that I can also send out to you. So again, if you would like a copy of this or this or the FMI guide, get me a message somehow, email me or message me on Facebook or something. And I will mail these out to you if I have your address. If I don't have your address, you're going to give me your address. Otherwise, I can't get it to you. So uh, please get that to me. Donna also sent me uh, just a little update um, that she received. And I'm going to go ahead and read this. So this is regarding um, the coronavirus in North Korea. Uh, It says, uh, and this is from Open Doors North Korea claims it does not have a single coronavirus case. But this claim is almost certainly untrue. One report suggests that almost 200 soldiers died after showing symptoms similar to those who suffer from coronavirus. In the world's most dangerous country for Christians, the healthcare system is almost non-existent. Uh, this is a, a leader of a, the Open Doors North Korea team who works with North Korean refugees in China. They say hospitals are barely functioning. There are few doctors and there's a huge shortage of medicines, he says. People who are sick buy unlabeled medicines on the black market from people who do not have a medical background. According to this Open Doors expert, many North Koreans have a weak immune system. He says most people have gone through several periods of uh, malnourishment. A viral epidemic would be disastrous. Even in highly developed countries, the healthcare system is under tremendous pressure. North Korea does not have the means to help its citizens if there's a major outbreak. The harvest was already bad this year. And now citizens have to provide food for the military first. So what we're going to do is we're going to pray. We're going to pray for the secret church in North Korea. There are, there are Christians in North Korea um, that are operating underground. Uh, so please provide, please pray for them, uh, especially that God would sustain them, uh, give them what they need. Uh, pray that God will uh, work through this outbreak to bring humility to the leadership in North Korea. Uh, But something that North Korea has really struggled with is they want to be independent. They want to not, um, you know, they they want to be proud and hold on to some of those things. But at the same time, uh, it can really lead to some disastrous results. So please pray for the country's leaders. Um, Just as we pray for our own leaders, please pray for the leaders of North Korea, that they would in humility uh, uh, acknowledge God and also uh, that they would provide for their people. Um, and pray that we may one day look back on the point of this crisis as a key point in the breakthrough for religious freedom in North Korea. So we're just going to go ahead and pray for North Korea really quick. Um, Lord, we just we lift up to you, North Korea. I, I especially pray for those Christians living in that, in that country, because we know that there are Christians there. Your word goes out, and there's no border, there's no government that can ever shut down your word. So even though we don't hear a lot from Christians in North Korea, we know that they are there. And so we just pray for them right now, Lord, as they are gathered together, maybe even they've gathered on a Sunday, and we pray that you would strengthen their hearts, encourage them. Lord, for us, uh, we look at these circumstances, we look at this coronavirus coming into town and coming into this county, and we we get freaked out. (laughs) But What would it be like to be a Christian in North Korea and have the coronavirus come to your town? What a tremendous difference in the anxiety and in the fear and in the uh, uncertainty um, that goes along with that. So we just pray for a blessing on uh, the Christians there. Lord, would you supernaturally give them your peace, let your peace descend on their houses, on their hearts. Supernaturally, we pray that you would give them what they need provision, Lord, food, medicine, God, that you would provide for them, Lord, that you would heal their bodies if they are sick. God, we pray that they would be um, full of trust and full of hope, knowing, Lord, that you are holding them in their hands. We just pray that your presence would be felt by them today. We also lift up uh, the North Korean officials, God, the, the government there. We pray for a blessing on them. God, we ask that this, uh, we pray that this virus would not break this country. God, we, because it, you know what? The suffering of the people, the people, the peasants would be the first people to suffer and die. So we pray for relief. We pray for mercy on this country. We pray that you would uh, hold back uh, the disease, Lord, as it's going out. For the officials, for government officials in this country, Lord, we ask that you would bless them, that you would turn their eyes towards you, Lord, that you would give them wisdom and understanding and how to deal with these things. God, you, you would help them uh, be humble, Lord. I know how hard it is in my heart to be humble sometimes and ask for help or to start to let go of some of the things I thought were so important to me. So would you please be with these leaders, Lord, even today, soften their hearts towards you, soften their hearts towards um, opening up and providing for their people. So we just pray for a blessing on North Korea and a blessing on those who are working there. God, any Christians who are there, please bless them in your name, Jesus, Amen. So please, if you're interested, um, if you're interested in any of those things, I put some links also uh, down below in the YouTube video to uh, more information on Open Doors, more information on um, the ministry they're doing, and also an app uh, that Donna Gurr suggested, uh, which is like a daily prayer app, uh, where it'll send you updates, um, prayer updates, urgent prayer updates to your phone, and you can pray for them. That information is all in the YouTube video uh, down in the description below, and I'll see if I can get it on Facebook as well. All right, so that's all that. Now, I just want to—I uh, have a, just a short devotional before we uh, close out and some prayer. Um, thanks so much for hanging with me, guys. I appreciate it. This has been fun. Um, so, what I did was I went online uh, and I found something. I, you guys know, I like church history. You know that about me. I don't have to defend myself about that. Um, I found online. This is uh, from the March nineteen thirty-one edition. Of the bridal call Foursquare the bridal call foursquare was the newsletter the periodical that the Foursquare church put out uh, back in the 30s this is from March 1931 it's 89 years ago and it's uh an entire uh, the whole periodical is devoted to missions and in it I found a little excerpt that uh, is written by Amy aison McPherson and, and talks about the importance of missions to our denomination so I'm going to go ahead and read that This is what it says. It says, The spirit of the four-square gospel is the worldwide missionary spirit. Believing firmly in the second coming of Jesus Christ and accepting literally the statement of the master during his last days upon earth, the four-square people are actively engaged in the work of spreading the blessed gospel that the king of kings' return may be hastened. This is what is a quote from the gospels. This gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations. And then the end shall come. And together with all those who love the Lord and look forward to the hour of his return, we say, even so, come quickly, Lord Jesus. Unlike most churches, this one from its very beginning has been primarily a missionary church. It has literally stepped out on God's promises that it might be the means of carrying his promise forward. Uh, We've talked a lot about wanting to take a trip down to Los Angeles. I still really want to do that. Obviously, it's not going to work this year, but. Um, I want to do that as soon as possible to go down to Los Angeles. And when we go down there, we'll go to Angeles temple, which is um, the church that uh, Amy Simpson pastored and preached in. And if you go to the corner of Angeles temple, it's still there. They have a cornerstone um, that was put there when the church was built in 1920, 1921. And it says this, it says, um, uh, it says dedicated Unto the cause of worldwide interdenominational evangelism. Dedicated unto the cause of worldwide interdenominational evangelism. That's what our movement has been about since the very beginning. Uh, I said earlier that we are a missions-minded church. We're a missions-minded church uh, because that's a part of our family. That's a part of our DNA. That's also a part of your DNA. Uh, If you're a part of this church, if you call this church home, uh, you know that um, that this is a part of something that we are part of something that we do. So we're very happy. We're very praise, uh, full of praise for that. And the reason why we are missions minded is because we look outside of ourselves. And this is something that has really been on my heart the last few days, thinking about um, our community, thinking about the trial that we're going through right now. There's a lot, uh, a lot of reasons why when hardship happens, when trials come, People shut their doors, they shut her up, they, they focus on the inside, they close off, uh, you know, circle the wagons, uh, close up shop and, and look inward to kind of care for your own. Um, that's not what being mission-minded is about. Being mission-minded is about looking outside. It's about looking to other places, looking to other countries, looking to other fields, looking to other neighbors around us and seeing who has a need. Who has something that I need that I can give to them? That's what being mission-minded is really about. And that's how this whole thing, this trial that our community is going through right now, we need to not focus inward, not focus only on ourselves. Don't shut down the doors of your life and focus only on getting yourself through this time. Be mission-minded. Who is outside your doors? Who are the neighbors around you? Who are the people in your community who need your help? That is what being mission-minded is all about. Not looking only to my own needs, but realizing that there's people outside of my doors, people outside my country, people outside my own house that need me, that need the gospel, that need the hope that I have, and then going out and delivering it. So I'm going to encourage you with that today. Be mission-minded. Be Christ to people around you, continuing calling people. If you are not signed up to call somebody uh, and you want to you help out, grab a directory, give people a call, um, reach out to your neighbors. If you're younger like me and you know there's somebody around you that might be elderly, do their shopping for them, do their grocery shopping for them, uh, see what you can do to help. I said this at the very beginning of today. I'm going to say it again. If we are going to get through this, it's going to be as a community. This is all hands together, all hands together, pulling together. If we fail, it's going to be as a community. And if we succeed, it's going to be as a community. Nobody's going to be left behind in this. As a church, we are not interested in sustaining ourselves. I'll tell you that right now. I am the pastor of this church. My job is on the line. But I will say this right now. I would rather shut down our church and close the building and sell a property off than ever be the in charge of a ministry that was more interested in sustaining itself than in helping its neighbors or reaching out to the community. That's how I feel. I know that that's how you feel too. So we're going to keep on reaching out to people. We're going to keep on helping people. If you know somebody who has a need and you can't meet it, let us know. Email us. Call us and leave a message. Reach out to us somehow. We want to help. We want to uh, participate. So uh, let me say one more prayer for us, and then we'll say goodbye. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you so much for um, uh, joining us, even virtually. Uh, it was a lot of fun. I had fun, at least. I don't know if you had fun, but I had fun. Uh, oh, and I'm supposed to remind you for what goes on the rest of the week. Tomorrow, <laughs> thank Tomorrow morning, Monday and Tuesday morning, and also Thursday and Friday morning at 10 a.m., I have a live stream devotional. On our YouTube channel, so ten a m, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, we have devotional. Also Wednesday night, we have a Bible study at six thirty p m. We're going through the book of Ephesians. I've had some really good feedback from people that they like it. it's it's a lot of fun. We're learning some Greek words. It's not intimidating. you can do it. We've learned two words so far. We're gonna learn a third word this week. um so tune in on Wednesday nights at six thirty and then, of course, on Sunday, we'll be here at 10 a.m. Continue to keep connected to us. If anything changes regarding uh, coming back together again, or meeting at the church, or gathering as a as a group again, we will let you know uh, the second that they say it's safe to do so. We're gonna we're gonna have a party. I'm telling you, we're gonna. So just prepare yourself even now, while you're stockpiling on toilet paper, buy a couple cubes of butter and some flour because. We're going to make some cakes. We're going to make some pies. And when this whole thing settles, we're going to throw a big party and we're going to invite our community and we're going to have a lot of fun together. And I'm looking forward to that day. Until then, keep connected online. Keep connected to each other. uh, Stay connected to all of us. I'm going to pray for us right now. um, And then we're we're going to go. So Lord, we just thank you so much. I thank you, God, that it doesn't matter where we are in the world. We could be in North Korea. We could be in a jungle somewhere. We could be here in Lincoln City. We could be in Seattle. We could be anywhere in the world and your spirit is still there. In fact, the Psalm says, where can I go to escape you? If I make my my bed in the depths of the sea, there you are. I can't even die. You're still around. Lord, you are with us wherever we are. And I thank you for that, that your spirit is the same, whether it's here in this living room or in any living room or car or place that anybody else is watching. And so we just pray for your presence would bind us and knit our hearts together. Thank you so much for the love that you've shown us. Thank you so much for the grace that you've extended to us. Be with all these missionaries and missions organizations as they struggle during these times, even as we are struggling. Be with them, Lord. Give them what they need, especially those who are being persecuted. Give them courage. Lord, we look to you as the author and perfecter of our faith. You're going to see us through this. You are faithful. Lord, and you will see us through. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen, amen, amen. God bless amen. you guys. Uh, amen. Amen. Woo, yeah. Abigail, you say amen. Say it really. Amen. Good job. Say it really loud so everybody Don't can hear you. Amen. Amen. There. Okay, good. All right. God bless you guys. We'll see you tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. Uh, we have a devotional going on, so I'll see you there. God bless you. uh uh-huh.